Jewish audio on Kabbalah.org. Good morning. Welcome. The fifth chapter in the portion of Kitovo, chapter 27, verse 11. A very interesting segue in today's portion. Today we talk about Moshe's command that the first order of events, one of the first order of events, which should take place when the Jewish people cross over the Jordan River and enter into Israel, is to invoke blessings upon the Jewish people if they keep the commandments, and God forbid the opposite, if they don't. And this portion talks about an interesting ritual where six command, six tribes were commanded to represent the blessing as they ascended Mount Gerizim. And those six tribes, we will learn, were Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar, Yosef, and Binyamin. So they actually ascended Mount Gerizim representing the blessings. And there were six tribes that would ascend Mount Evil, representing the curses. And we will learn that these six tribes were Reuven, God, Osher, Zvun, I'm sorry, not six, that these five tribes would, no, these six tribes would be Reuven, God, Osher, Zvun, Don, and Aptoli. So you have six and six. Then the Levites would stand on the low ground in between the two mountains, and they would recite, as Rashi explains, first blessings, blessing the Jewish people, every single Jew who will perform the commandments, and then the opposite, cursing those who don't. And, of course, a question arises, how could the Levites be in the middle if the Levites are on Mount Grizim, they're one of the tribes, And the answer is, it was a select group of Levites who stood in the middle, the elders, the sage. And then, 11 commandments of the 613 commandments were enumerated. 11 special commandments. That's the gist of today's fascinating portion. So now let's look inside chapter 27, verse 11, in our book, page 240. By Yitzhav, Moshe, and Moshe commanded the people... By Yomahu on that day, Lamar saying, Ele Yamdu, the following tribes shall stand, Levorech, to represent the blessings, Esaom of the nation, Al Har Grizim on Mount Grizim, Beobrechem, when you cross Esayard in the Jordan. And these tribes are Shimon, Velevi, Vihuda, Vihsachar, Vihosef, Ubinyomen. Verse 12, Rashi, Levore all of this is outlined in Meseches Sota, in the Talmud tracted Sota, page 32. Shisha Shvotim, that six tribes, Olo ascended, Leresh to the top of Har Grizim, Mount Grizim. Vishisha and six tribes, Leresh Har Evel, ascended to the summit on Mount Evel. Vahakoanim, Valviim, Vahoorin, Lamato Beemtsa, and a select group of Koanim, the Levim, the Ark, were in the middle. 
on the low ground. The Levites turned their faces towards Mount Grizim, which was the mountain of blessing. And they began with blessing. Blessed be the man, who will not make an idol, a graven image, etc. The tribes, the six tribes on Mount Grizim would respond with Omen, and the six tribes on Mount Evil would respond with Omen. They then turned their faces, toward Mount Abel, and they began the curse. And they said, the opposite of the blessing. It was the flip side of the blessing. Cursed will be the man who makes a graven image and so on. This applies to all 11 blessings and curses. Until we come to the final one, Cursed be he who will not perform all of the words of this Torah. The Balaturim says, on verse 12, that the word grizim has the numerical value of habracha yihiyebo, the blessing will be upon Mount Grizim. Also, we're told that Mount Grizim, the mountain of blessing, was a very fertile mountain. It had a lot of greenery. Mount Abel was a desolate mountain. Mount Grisim represented the blessings. Mount Abel represented the curses. Now we go into the particular curses. As Rashi explains, that first the blessings were recited. And then, as we read here, the curses are recited. The Torah doesn't specifically mention the blessings, but Rashi explains that this was the order. Now the big question is, shh, now the big question is, why these 11? Why not other commandments? There's no shortage of commandments. You want to pick negative commandments? There are 365 negative commandments. Why pick these 11? There's a lot of discussion. But the simple, commonly given answer is that these are 11 sins which can be performed, can be transgressed in private. No one has to know. ZG, Zagurnisht. You can parade around like a tzaddik, and you could have transgressed these commandments. Furthermore, that very often these commandments are transgressed by people in power, and they get away with it. Therefore, the opening ritual, or one of the opening rituals of the Jewish people residing in the Holy Land, is to do this ritual, pronouncing the blessings for those who keep. Even these commandments, which the average person will not be able to see you keeping, and for those who do not violate, and that's how you keep, these commandments and the opposite. So now let's look at commandment by commandment. Verse 15 I guess we have to learn verse... Did we do 14? 14. The Onu Halvim and the Levites will respond, the Omru, and they will say, El Kolish Yisrael to every Jewish man, Rom with a booming voice. And as Rashi explained, first the Levites will enumerate all the blessings, and then they'll go to the curses. Orur ho'ish asher ya'asef Cursed be the man who will make a graven image or a molten image, an idol. And we know that the culture was very idolatrous 
and people had desire to worship idols. This was a big battle people had with their Yetzir Hara. To'avas Hashem. Idols are referred to as the abomination of God. Ma'ase Yidei Chorash. The work of a craftsman. And what is he going to do with this idol? There's a mistake here in this Chumash. Vesom Basoser. He's going to place it. Not Vesom. Vesom Basoser. He's going to place it in hiding. He's going to put it in his bedroom, in his closet. No one will know that he's an idol worshiper. So to the public eye, he's going to be a tzaddik. He's going to come home, lock his doors and worship idols. Cursed be the man who places graven images and molten images, the abomination of God, the work of a craftsman, and he places it in hiding, the onu cholom, and all the people respond, the omru, and they say, omen. So that is the style of what goes on here. Verse 16, the next of the eleven, oror, cursed be he, makle obivime, who dishonors his father and mother, the Omar Kolaom, and all the people say, Omen. And again, this is something that people could be a tzaddik, they could be honored at banquets, and then they could, God forbid, dishonor or abuse Chasrashalim, their father and mother, at home, and nobody knows about it. So this is another one of those secret mitzvahs, or secret sins. 17, Orur, cursed be he, Masigvureyehu, wakes up in the middle of the night, and moves the boundary of the property boundary between him and his neighbor. No one will know. Shashtil Zagurnish. The Omar Kola Om and everybody responds. Omen. 17 Masigvul. Machzire Lachedav. He moves it back. The gain of Sakarka. Stealing the real estate. Loshin Vahusag Ochor. To move it back. Back it up. The next one. Orur Mashge Iver Badorach. Cursed be he who causes the blind to go astray. A blind man comes and says, you know which way Sepulveda is? And you point him towards White Oak. That's literally. A person who is blind in stocks comes and says, should I sell my stocks? You say, how should you sell it? I'll buy it from you. Because you're cheating him because he doesn't understand. That's also misleading the blind. A piece of real estate that's worth... A lot. You tell the guy it's worth nothing and you buy it from him. A car, a donkey, a postage stamp, whatever it is. That's called misleading the blind. Who knows? Only God knows. You could always say, I didn't know. I really thought it was so. It was so. The Yomar Kola Om, Omen, and all the people say Omen. This is what we refer to in our culture as a used car salesman. Mashke. Iver hasuma badover. It doesn't mean literally necessarily someone who's blind. It means blind in any subject. Umasiya etzeroi gives him bad advice, especially if he benefits from that advice. But in general, bad advice. Nineteen. Orur cursed be he. Mate mishpot ger yosem baamona, who perverts the justice of people who are defenseless, people who don't have support systems in your society. Who are they? Ger, strangers or converts, yosim, orf- orphans, valmona, widows. They are people who don't have a big structure to support them. They're easy to abuse. The Yomar Kol and everybody will say, Amen. Twenty. 
Oror Sheikhim Ashes Aviv. Cursed be he who sleeps with his father's second wife. And again, it's easy because he lives in his father's house. Kigila Knaf Aviv, because he violates the intimacy of his father. We Omar Kalha Om Omain. 21, who sleeps with any animal. The animal lives in his house or his barn. Nobody knows the difference. And everybody says, Amen. With his sister. Paternal or maternal. His mother-in-law. Again, she lives in the house. Viyamar kol ha'om omein. Oror makere ehu basoser. Cursed be he who smites his neighbor in secret. What does it mean you smite your neighbor in secret? It means you trash him with gossip. It means you badmouth him. It means you say bad things about him and nobody ever knows how it happened. Lashon hora. Viyamar kol ha'om omein. And all the people say omein. Rashi, Make, Re'ehu, Basoser. This one is ambiguous. So Rashi needs to tell us what it means. Alosh, Nehorahu, Emer, it's gossip. It's bad talk. It's speaking badly about others. And that is what this is all about. Losh, Nehorah. Ra'isi, B'yaseidei, Shorab, Meisha, Hadarshan. It is written. In the teachings of Rabbi Moshe Adarshan, which is one of the teachers that Rashi quotes in his commentary. Yud Alef Arurim Yeshkan, Keneged Yud Alef Shvatim. If we count the number of curses here, there are 11, corresponding to 11 tribes. Which tribe did he leave out? There are 12 tribes. O Keneged Shimon Leikosov Oror. He did not curse the tribe of Shimon. Why did he not curse the tribe of Shimon? Because every tribe that was cursed was blessed first. Because he didn't intend to bless him. When he, Moshe, blessed all the tribes. That's why he didn't want to curse him. Why didn't he want to bless Shimon? Because Shimon is the tribe that engaged in the terrible story of the Midianite daughters. The story with Zimri ben Solo. The sea base of Lashimani Shlumil ben Surishadai with the Midianite princess that brought about the mass decadence and mass sin of the Jewish people at the end of the 40 years that the Jewish people were in the desert. So Moshe was angry at Shimon. Moshe did not want to bless Shimon. Therefore, no bless, no curse. And therefore, you have 11 curses corresponding to 11 tribes and not 12 corresponding to the 12 tribes. I'm not going to go through it, but there is a fascinating talk which the Rebbe gave explaining what Rashi's approach is on these 11 and why these 11 and and what and how and not explaining the fact that this applies to things people do in secret, which is the interpretation of other commentaries such as the Rajbam. And the Rebbe explains that according to Rashi, he believes that every one of these blessings and curses was appropriate specifically to every one of the particular tribes. 
And this is explained beautifully in the Gutte Chumash, where he explains every one of the blessings and curses, which tribe it applies to, and why it would be obvious to the student of Rashi, even the five-year-old student. And if you'd like, I recommend that you study this. It's a fascinating teaching of the Rebbe on Chumash and Rashi. Verse 26, uh, no, 25. Oror curse be he who takes bribery. Graft, payola, lahakis nepesh dam noki, to smite an innocent man. So you have a judge who accepts a bribe, the omar kol ha'om, and all the people will respond and say, omen. And finally, oror asher leyokam es dibri ha'teira hazeis, lasei seisam, curse be he who will not fulfill the words of this Torah to do them, the omar kol ha'om, and all the people will say, omen, rashi asher leyokim, Kan kol es kol kula. Here he incorporates the entire Torah. Bikiblu aleim and they accepted upon themselves. Biolo ubishvua with a curse and an oath. Just to comment briefly on the curse and blessing of loshen hora, of gossip and bad mouthing others. There's a famous story told, I believe, about the saintly Chafetz Chaim, who was known for his passion about the mitzvah of Lashon Hora, that a man once came to the saintly Chafetz Chaim and said to him, Rabbi, what should I do? I am guilty of engaging in Lashon Hora. I, I badmouth somebody. I trashed somebody. So the, uh, can you teach me how to correct the sin? Can you give me a tikkun? He said, no problem. He says, go home and bring me a feather pillow. They used to have feather pillows before they had bed, bath, and beyond. So he brought him a feather pillow, and he says, now take a knife and cut the pillow open. He cut the pillow. At that moment, there happened to be in the city of the Chafetz Chaim, the Santa Ana winds, and the wind came and blew the feathers all over the place to the foothill mountains. And so the man is watching his feathers blow miles away, says the Chafetz Chaim to him. You wanted to know how to correct the sin of Loshon It's very simple. Now go get every feather, bring it back, stuff it back into the pillow, and re-sew the pillow, and you'll know that God has forgiven you. That is the potency of Lashon Hara. Before you know it, it's all over the place. Very, very difficult to correct this terrible sin. 28, he ends with blessings. V'hoya, it shall come to pass. If you will listen and hearken to God, the voice of God, your God, to observe, to do as commitsways of all of his commandments, which I am commanding you today, then God will place you high above above all nations of the earth. You'll have blessings. Ovo alecha too, and they will come upon you. Kol all of these blessings. Vehisigucha, and they will overtake you. The blessings will be running after you so much, so hard, so quickly that they'll overtake you. You'll be inundated with blessings. You say, where am I going to put all the money? How can I make sure it's insured by the FDIC? I have, I have so much money. I don't know where to deposit it. If you will hearken to the voice of Hashem your God. And here he enumerates the famous blessings. May you be blessed. Blessed are you in the city. <clears throat> that applies to your home, 
and your home life and your investments in the city of Orachata Basoda, blessed be you in the field, the investments that are out of reach, further away. Baruch Privitnacha, blessed be the fruit of your body, Ofriad Moscha, the fruit of your land, children, your economics, Ufribehemtecha, your farms, your agriculture, Shgaralafecha, Ashtaris Tenecha, the cattle, the sheep, Baruch Tancho, Mishartecha, your basket, your kneading trough, Baruch Atabebeyecha, blessed may you be when you enter, or Baruch Atabetsesecha, and blessed may you be when you leave, and Rashi says, when you come into the world, and when you leave the world, it's a tremendous blessing. If a person can leave the world as innocent as he was when he came into the world, and uh, not incur too much damage during the 70, 80, 120 years that he spends in this world. Rashi, Shigara Lafecha 4, Vladis Bekorcha, the young of your cattle, Shabhemis Mishageres Mimea, which the animals cast out, Vashris Tenechakitargume, Flocks, Rabbi Seinoma, why are they called ashtres, which means strong? Shemashiris is baleim, because cattle and sheep make their masters, their owners wealthy. And maintain them like rocks, like the mighty rocks. And that is why they're called ashtres, your fruits, your moist things, that you filter through baskets. Umisharteha Dabayabish the dry thing, Shinishabli, Vainizab Barakata Bayacha Barhatab Tisecha, Shatiyitsyoscha, Mina Elam Balaikate, that your departure from this world shall be clean and pure without sin, Kibyoscha Lailam, as your entry into the world. End of Chumish portion.